how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 362. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good today. We're going to go all around sports and, and, and life, and we're going to complain because we're both almost 40. And this is basically Festivus in April, where we're going to air our grievances. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. I'm warning listeners so they can shut us off now if they don't want to hear incessant old dads complaining. So, uh, But before we get too far into that, and th I may have buried this question, but how you doing, buddy? Well, <laughs> despite... The mood we're about to be in, I'm actually doing pretty good. Good. <laughs> Tomorrow's my tomorrow will be my 40th birthday. Happy birthday, you'll, buddy! Huge happy birthday! You're to gonna you. you're gonna be 40 in a, in about a month or a couple of months. Oh, yeah, in, about in a May. month. Yep, about a little more than a month. Yep. So we decided that in celebration of both of our birthdays, we're going to embrace our old man. We're going to embrace our dad, and we're just going to complain about everything in sports that's getting on our nerves. Yeah, sports and plus. Sports plus. Sports um, and life, just in general. You know what's on my nerves, Brandon? You know what I'm sick that? of? Pollen. Pollen. Yeah? I I'm done with it. pollen. I'm sick of it. I understand why it's important and why we need it. But it's, it gets all over your car. It gets all in your eyes. It, 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 just, it, it gets everywhere, and it's annoying. I'm sick of it. I'm done with pollen. Yeah, there's something special about the, the, the South Pollen. Like, Pollen is bad here, but Pollen isn't like it was there. Like, I had a black car in, in North Carolina, yeah. and I would, I, would, I would rinse it off in the morning, right, and drive it to work. And then by the time I got off work, my car was yellow. My black car yes. was yellow. And, and it, like, you open the door, and it all just flakes in your face, and then you feel like you're just going to pass out <laughs> on your drive home. It was awful. The, the pollen in North Carolina was silly, and I'm assuming it's the same in Tennessee. It is. It's, 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 it's absolutely terrible. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You know, pollinization, flowers. I get it. You know, we need it. But I want to ask you a question. <laughs> Uh, what does yep. 40 mean to you as you're, as you're oh, approaching geez. 40? I know as I'm approaching 40, different things have popped into my head. What, what, what's in your head as a, 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 a going to be 40 year old tomorrow? Um, <laughs> my life is probably more than half over. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. No, I actually, I feel great. I'm in a good place in my life. You know, aging is one of those things that I think scares people, but I don't think that it necessarily should. It's just the natural course of life, you know, and I've got two beautiful kids that are driving me insane that I love very dearly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, life is good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm excited about it. The, the, you know, the only thing that the thing that sucks the most about 40 or about getting older, not even 40, is that how you 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 just genuinely can't do the things you used to <laughs> right like you just your body just isn't quite what it was and you and your mind still feels like it is yeah but it's yeah. like i'll be playing out and i'll be playing in the yard with my girls we'll play hide and go seek and then i'll just take off running to base and then i'm like oh wait 
my my leg my leg didn't do what it used to do. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on. I love it. <laughs> I love hey. it. Oh. Yeah, I just always hurt myself. I just always hurt myself. That's what I want to stop doing yeah. as I um as I you know I I I've said this before. You know when I was twenty, I remember one time I was twenty years old and I was surfing. And I bailed hard, like like I, I I wrecked really hard off my board, and um the wave crashed down on me and drugged my face across rock, right? Jesus, and oh scraped skin off my face. It's ice cold water, so I kind of didn't feel it in the moment. Um, it, it, it hurled me around, like I I hit, like I I tweaked my neck a little bit, and like like all kinds of stuff, just like pounded me against the rocks and i kind of i picked myself up dragged myself out of the water my friend looked at me and said what dude what the hell happened to your face um <laughs> like the next day i was fine you know what i mean like like <laughs> i was like a little sore i had a bandage on my face i was okay like i was the next day like and meanwhile a month ago i deconstructed a fence outside and dragged like one of those like concrete poles across my yard and i've been out of commission for a month it's ridiculous (laughs) everything i do i hurt myself now it's 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 wild (laughs) i would just like to say that that story about surfing has convinced me to never surf yeah yeah it's um it's you know that sounds many many surfers would disagree with me i'm sure but i'm just gonna say it it's a young man's game it's like hip-hop it's a young man's game you know yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it seems very much like if that happened to me i would never be the same like like emotionally (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i i i wasn't very good at surfing most of my surfing stories involve me being scared or injured so (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like what surfing is though (laughs) you're just scared and hurt all the time that's what it is yeah it's 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 very beautiful to watch someone like surfing on a big wave that's a very beautiful thing to watch but i would just be like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god don't die don't die don't die please don't die (laughs) um yeah, no, oh but congratulations on 40, buddy. It's uh I've yeah. known you since pre-30. So, you know. Yeah, that's wild. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's yeah. wild. I remember when we when we turned 30 and we slightly freaked out. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. I'm less freaked out about 40 than I was about 30. Yeah, 30 freaked me out a lot. 40, I, I, feel like, I feel like I've considered myself 40 for like three years, and so I, I'm kind of used to it now. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it honestly is? It's kids. Kids, kids have just, they've just, they've ruined our souls. <laughs> we, have, we have no, we, the thing about it is that we just have no like pretenses that we're young anymore. Like when you're 30, you still feel young, you still act kind of young, but now we're just definitely not. And so it's like, it's okay. It's like, yeah, it's another year of me yeah, ha- being a, a, a tired dad. <laughs> yeah, having kids at 35 definitely makes you, makes you feel, it definitely jumps you into that age <laughs> category. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when I became my dad, but I'm just 100% my dad now. Yeah. Just walk, walking around the house complaining about lights being on. It's like, it, the, the house is never the correct temperature. <laughs> Oh, never, never. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to air grievances, but we did start talking. We Let's talk about this briefly. We did start talking about the, the Panthers made a big trade this week. 
They did. They traded for Sam Darnold. They gave up, uh, I think, uh, like a six this year and a two and a four next year, or maybe a fourth this year and a two and a six next year, something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, as the as the resident Panther fan, I'm a part-time Panther fan, as the resident Panther fan, yeah. what do you think of this trade, buddy? Uh, first side, I would say that uh, on the Jet side, I think this definitely means they're taking a quarterback. They obviously were, but they're definitely taking a quarterback. And they got some stuff for a guy they didn't want anymore. So kudos for them. Yeah, I yeah. think it works for them. A second, I thought a second was very good value for uh, for Darnold. I thought that was good value. Yeah, it's a second. It's a second next year, right? Correct. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, on the Panthers side of the ball, I do would I would like for Panthers fans to settle down a bit. Like, I don't think this is a situation where we've, we've, I mean, maybe we have, but I don't think it's a situation where they made this trade thinking that we have our quarterback of the future. I think that they made this trade saying we do need a quarterback. They probably tried to move up in the draft to go get one of these guys and just didn't want to pay the price that it was going to take to move up. Because I think the, the first spot where you feasibly could probably move up was probably to who where? Atlanta, maybe at, at four. I, Atlanta, but Atlanta might be, you know, at, at the spot that you're Atlanta, you're looking at the fourth quarterback taken, right? Because you, yeah, because the first so three I think are they going were probably, first. yeah, I think they were probably in play for that Dolphins trade that that San Francisco did, and probably just yeah, weren't probably. willing to give give up what they needed, or maybe the Dolphins saw that Eagles trade to get get to six and didn't want to move down to eight. I think something like that is possible. They might yeah, have somebody that's probably on what it was. they want at six, so. And so, th- and yeah, that's that's probably exactly what happened. And so they audible to this, which is fine. You bring in Darnold. He goes into camp, competes with Teddy B. And uh, I still think they probably should draft someone in the later rounds, day two, day three. And then just let them all go into camp and compete. And you just, like, this is the thing with Teddy. Like, I know Panthers fans. I know we don't like Teddy B, but we don't need a quarterback right now. Like, he's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, of course... He's not the long-term solution at quarterback, so we still ultimately need one. But you just don't. Uh, there's just no need to panic right now and try to reach for 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 a quarterback. Sam's fine. Sam's not good. He's not been good. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> He's not been good. <laughs> but it's fine for what you gave up and the chance you're taking. I think it's fine. Yeah, I you know I I like it because uh, I think that they canvassed the league like you just said, and they said, okay, we're not going to get our franchise quarterback this year. Let's take a stab at somebody who maybe just needs a new change of scenery. All they gave up was a yeah. second next year for a former top three pick. He's only twenty four. I I think all of that makes perfect sense. But let's let's I agree. Like like you said, let's say let's call it what it is. It's a calculated risk. It's not a it's it's not a a franchise saving move. Uh, on the surface it might be right but the the odds are that it's not (laughs) exactly yeah like maybe maybe sam donald goes to to the panthers and you know turns it around and becomes an all uh uh uh, a pro bowler i don't necessarily think that's what's gonna happen yeah but maybe and i don't think the panthers are making this certainly is than what the jets have been giving him the last three years but and I, and I also don't think that the Panthers made that trade thinking that that's what this is going to be. Like we said, I think this is just a we do need another quarterback to throw into the mix here. Here's a guy we can get for a fairly fairly low risk value risk price. Yeah. So I, if he comes out and stinks and they have to start Teddy B uh, week one, I I think that the trade is still working the way they designed it. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I I, I agree. Um. 
I, I want to see him stay healthy. I'm hoping he stays healthy in, in Carolina. You know, he's he's missed at least three games each season um, so far. I'd like Didn't to see he have, him Was he healthy. the one that had mono? Yeah, he, he, missed, mono? he missed a couple games from mono in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. How did he get mono? <laughs> this is a weird thing for a grown man to get. I mean, he's, I mean, I mean, he was only twenty-two. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a kind of a high school college sickness, right? So, yeah, it is. It is. It is. You know, twenty-two. I, you know, that's not that crazy. Plus, he's in New York. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what the what the rats are carrying in New York. You know, who knows? <laughs> I kid New York. I love New York. Um, ah, don't listen, never apologize to New York. <laughs> we don't need to apologize. I don't know. I don't know. I, New York has the Knicks and, and I like, I kind of like Knicks fans. I kind of, I don't really have anything bad to say about Knicks fans. So I kind of have, I kind of okay. have empathy for New York. <laughs> this, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we transfer this into my first, uh, grievance? Yes, absolutely. Get, get, get at it. My friend Festivus, this is Festivus. In this April. plays, this plays into my first grievance. I'm tired of this argument of big markets versus small markets. This is, this is, I am sick of this. I want big, big market. And this is not just even an NBA thing, but it's more specifically an NBA thing because of the impact one player can have. Um, well, and, 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 and the, of, the cap, the, the cap in basketball, the way, the, uh, the way yeah. the salaries are structured in the NBA, it definitely does give big markets an advantage. Yep. Like it just it just does. Like it's okay to say that. You're not whining and complaining if you say that. It's just the truth. And it's just the the pure like think about it. Like you're a big market free agent. You can live in Los Angeles or you can live in Memphis, Tennessee. Like that's just <laughs> an inherent that's just an inherent built-in advantage, right? Like that just if you're a, if you're a young, rich black basketball player, you would probably rather live in LA for half the year than in Memphis. You just would. Or 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 I said this when I lived in Salt Lake City. Like those guys have to be miserable here. Like I live here. <laughs> like they have to be miserable here. <laughs> it's like like Vegas is like 5 hours away, but that's like 5 hours, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, they have to be visible. That's an advantage. It's just a built-in advantage. You can't do anything about that. You can't legislate it. You can't put anything in the in the CBA that changes that advantage. Now you can make rules. We've argued for this since the beginning of this podcast. The the fix is a hard cap. That's, that's what the fix is. Yep, that's the fix. It's a hard cap. Whatever that number is, if if all the teams spend the same amount of money and you get rid of max contracts, right? to where you yep. to where you pay players whatever the market rate is that will fix this <laughs> it absolutely will and um um i'm less concerned about the specific issue going on now in with the nets with the buyout market i'm less concerned about that because my thing is if a player wants to take less money to go and win a ring i honestly don't care about that right like if 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 you set up a hard cap at $150 million, right? And you spend $70 million a year on LeBron, right? And then you have three other stars that say, okay, we're only going to take $4 million a year because we want to go play with LeBron. I don't have a problem with that. I'd be like, if that's what you want to make, that's, I don't, that's your decision, not mine, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I do in this current structure, the way, cal, the, the way the cap works, right? Is that Yeah, I care it, now. It, yeah, yeah. It, 
is absolutely that, yeah is that you could pay a minimum and and be over the cap like if if you're under the cap yes. and you sign someone for a minimum sure i don't have a problem with that but you know but you're th- over the cap uh, <laughs> by a lot usually over the, yeah. the tax actually and you're able to bring in a yeah. veteran minimum i i don't like that that i completely agree that's the big difference if it was a hard cap and you're under that salary cap and then blake griffin says i'll take two million dollars a year to go play for the nets i'm like yeah i don't care as long as you're not over that cap i don't care what you do yep like absolutely. like you you can do sign whoever you want but if you're already over the cap and you're already in the tax and you can maneuver some salaries around to where you can sign an impact guy that that's completely unfair to the teams who cannot do that like memphis that's just it's just it's just an advantage yeah it's a straight up advantage yeah absolutely um (laughs) (laughs) and and and, and with a hard cap a hard cap that salary still exists but it just a hard cap gets rid of the that significant advantage because Yeah, yeah it makes it to where everybody's at least spending the same amount of money which is um, yeah, exactly, which and I'm telling you, these guys, some of some of these guys, all of, ring chasing is a lot easier. Whenever you already have a hundred million dollars in the bank, you know what I mean. But if you're some of these guys that are trying to get paid, and you're like, okay, someone like like um, John Collins, who's looking for his big payday this summer. If John Collins was coming out this summer, do you think John Collins would take four million dollars to go to the Lakers? No, he would not. <laughs> John Collins would be like, I want to get paid. I'm going to Memphis or I'm going to Milwaukee or I'm going to whoever has the money and is willing to pay me. You know what I mean? It would make it harder for these teams to load up on these guys. Yeah. Yeah. It just, you, you know, and, and that's the thing. What it would stop, and it would hurt players like, uh, you know, I'm a Blazer fan, so I'll just say a Blazer. It, it would hurt players like Norman Powell, right? Like, because max contracts and things yeah. like that and teams' ability to go over, Norman Powell probably wouldn't get $20 million a year, whereas on the market this year, he probably will. He'll probably get 17 18 19 20 a year, somewhere in that range, right? Um, it would depend. I, I do wonder, I think that a hard cap... I wonder if a hard cap would exasperate the problem of player movement or would it solve it? I don't know that. I think players would still move teams a lot, but I don't think you'd get as many team ups, right? Because they would have to legitimately take a big, uh, a, a big break, especially if you got rid of max contracts too, right? So like LeBron yeah. wouldn't be making the max, right? LeBron would be making about double what the max is because because he's he would LeBron be making, and he's right. worth it, right? So it, it would depend. It would really. It would depend. I think that. I think it would really test a lot of what these players say they stand for. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. You know, because um, because I teams, think it would really change the way a team. I think it would change because there's a way that you can. You're like, I've, I've I've tweeted this before on Twitter. I'll say it again. Like the cities of Los Angeles and New York. The last like three years have gotten LeBron, AD, Kawhi, Paul George, Durant, Kyrie, James Harden. That's seven players that should feasibly be running their own teams. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like in yeah. three franchises. Like that's just, so I, I think that a hard cap makes that a lot harder. Right? I think like it 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 might not solve it. Like if those guys are willing to take the salary cap to play the salary hit to play with each other, then fine. And I think it's a lot easier for those guys to take those salary caps because they've all made a hundred million dollars in their careers. But these guys coming up under them that haven't gotten paid yet, 
I think it would be a lot harder for them. You think, like, Luca, who's going to be looking at a $150 million contract in the next couple of years, $120 million contract next couple of years, is going to be like, eh, I'll take 60 to yeah. go play with Giannis? It's like, uh, maybe yeah. he does that. And if he does, that's his decision. You can do whatever he wants. But I think guys are not going to do that. Yeah, the bulk of that. But <laughs> but ju- just looking at the salaries, right? So Golden State is paying $170 million uh, this year. But obviously, you know, that there's a lot of, circumstances surrounding why they're in that position but brooklyn they're is paying 170 has yeah brooklyn has 168 million dollars in salaries they're number two in the league the clippers are number four at 138 so the the second team and the fourth team are 30 million dollars difference right 30 million dollars brooklyn is spending more on their roster than the clippers and the clippers are over the cap i it's it's silly so and then you look at you know the discrepancy all the way down to like the middle of the league right the middle of the league is is in that 120 to 130 range uh oklahoma city only has 91 million dollars in contracts on their roster so 91 to 170 million that's the discrepancy from first to last in in contract value on, on a roster and that that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that you can have that kind of discrepancy. You got to do profit sharing and a hard cap and get rid of max contracts and get an, a more even playing field. If you want to stop, stop this. If you want a little bit of parity, if you want to stop all the players just fleeing to New York and LA. Now, obviously if you're in New York and LA, you probably don't care about this, right? <laughs> but yeah, of course um, you don't. Yeah. But, but I, I care. Uh, I'm a Portland fan and I, I also just like parody just in general. I, I like whether or not it exists or not. You know, I, I like it as a goal and I don't understand people who don't like, I don't understand people. Who, <laughs> I've heard people say things like I'm not a parody guy. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like what? Why do you not want the league to be more competitive? That doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. My answer to that is what I've always said. The answer is to just get rid of half the league then. Yeah. Yeah. Just contract. Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah, I like feel, if, that, I, if that's what I, you're going to do. I get really heavy on that um, with college football. Like I just, uh, it, it, you know, it, it's still a problem. I know there's, there's playoff games now, but it's still a problem to me when, Alabama can play half their games against teams that basically shouldn't be at the same level, right? And it's still a problem to me that a team like TCU could go undefeated and not get a playoff spot. Like, it just seems silly to me. And and, and I, yeah, I I know it's a different tangent, but. um, But 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 you're 100% right. You're right. Yeah, just, I don't know. Con- just... contract it. I, I, I like some sort of competitive balance. I'm not saying dynasties need to go away or anything like that, but I like some sort of competitive balance. <laughs> I think that there's a, there's a difference between, you know, strategically building a team in a way that nets you a dynasty, right? Like what, the, like what the Warriors did. I have no problem with what the Warriors did, drafting their guys and even signing Durant. I think that was kind of a crap move by Durant, but I mean... He took he Durant played his contract out, took his money and went to the Warriors. Let, let's be honest, that was a league error. That was a league error, letting the cap jump that much in one year. In one year, yeah. Um, that's it, th- that's one thing. That aside, like what we're seeing now is just like not that. Like Harden going to the Nets is absurd. Can we just agree that that's absurd? <laughs> He just kind of he just kind of bullied his way there. He just um, kind of bullied his way to the Nets, and now they're probably going to win the title. <laughs> like, like, how is a team like Charlotte ever supposed to compete with that? Ever, as long as players can do that, 
how are you ever going to compete unless you become that team? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, and Anthony Davis did it to the he bullied his way to the Lakers. He bullied his way to the Lakers and won a title. Like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> how are you um, supposed to compete? Kawhi bullied his way out of San Antonio, landed in Toronto, yep. won a title. Still, Toronto still couldn't keep him. <laughs> yeah, and he still bullied his way to L.A. Yeah, I, that's another that. argument that I always love. Here, people say it's like, well, Toronto just won a title by getting the star. Like, yeah, and he left and went to Los Angeles the moment he could. Yeah, the moment, <laughs> the moment he could. <laughs> And now Toronto stinks again. Although I love what Toronto has, I would just like to say. I like their core. Me too. And Gary Trent's playing Van, well for them, which makes me happy. Van Vliet. I'm including Trent in their core. Van yeah. Vliet, Trent, Siakam, Ananobi. I, that's a solid four to build around. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm extra rooting for Trent. And I don't know why. I've just always really liked Gary Trent. I'm like, I'm like really high on the Gary Trent fan club. And so, so I just want him to do well. When we did our podcast last week with, with Josh Rodriguez, we said that, that like, you know, Gary Trent is a piece. I, I was, I was honestly, I honestly would rather have just signed him as opposed yeah. to, as opposed to the, you know, trading him and now maybe keeping the piece you trade him for. Just keep Trent. I think Trent is a piece. Yeah, I, I mean, love that I, for, for yeah, that, that's that's all I have to do, I, and that's I think it's Norman Powell. He's been great. He fits great not, in, not, in, in, of course. In, on the Blazers of team. Course. And, and if we keep Powell, I'll feel better about it. I really will. Um, I just I was sad because I agree. I think Trent's a piece. I was sad to lose him for a rental. Yeah, right. I just thought we could get some sort of long term asset out of him. And so if we if we keep Powell, I'll feel better about it. But if we if we don't keep Powell, I'll be like ugh, ugh. Which yeah. Is, we just I will Barton. Had Trent. We just yeah. We just will yeah. Barton again. So <laughs> uh, next thing we kind of touched on it. This is another a quick thing that I want to uh, talk about that compl- that annoyed me. Uh, the NCAA uh, men's and women's tournament just ended. Uh, did you see this story about how the women's weight room that was set up at the at their bubble was so vastly different than the men's? I kind of saw it. I didn't really pay much attention to Here's- it, but I I saw like a couple little tweets about it. Here's the part. Here's the thing that annoys me. So the women posted all these pictures of like, look at what our weight room is. And it was basically just like some yoga mats and a a stack of weights versus what the men's weight room looks like. And it was this elaborate weight room with like machines and free weights and all this kind of things. And they were like, how is this fair? And what annoyed me was all of these people going on there talking about how much revenue the men's team brings in and versus what the men's the men's tournament versus what the women's tournament tournament brings in. And at the end of the day, this is a business. Like you can make, you get your, you, uh, you know, you get the spoils of whatever revenue you make. And <laughs> in my mind, I'm going, Oh, is it a business? It's a business. Because now. you guys, okay. because you guys constantly tell us this is not a business. <laughs> Anytime we bring up the fact that the players are due part of the revenue, you say that it's not a business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now also- it's a business. Also, the the uh, the NCAA's response wasn't about revenue. It was about space, wasn't it? Weren't they like, oh, well, we didn't have yeah, they room, didn't have enough really space, <laughs> which was which was a lie because it was next to an entire open room. And when yeah. and they and two days later, they miraculously found space to build them a, a weight room. Somehow, yeah, I don't know how that yeah. worked. Um, they invented and, this space that didn't exist before then. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's weird. They um. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, if they'd made the revenue argument, at least that's an argument. Like, at least at least I, I can follow the, the thought process of it. For them to say there wasn't space is just... I, I, I mean, whoever did the PR response for that probably should have been fired. Like, that's just a... There's not even an argument right. for that, you know? Um, there's not enough space. Like, there's clearly enough space. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly enough space. But that, that was just the thing about that that annoyed me is that it's like anytime we bring up the idea that the players need to be compensated, we're told that this is college athletics. It's amateurism. These players are afforded the opportunity to get an education. Yeah. This is not about revenue. This is not about salaries or about anything. This is about educating young men and yeah. allowing them to pursue their dreams of playing a sport. Like, okay, cool. Make the players, make their locker room, make their weight room the same as the men's if that's the case. Well, yeah. what about all the revenue they make? Like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you just told me that it wasn't about the revenue. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. Annoying. Pay the players. Pay them. You can't tell me that you shouldn't pay them. Uh, if you got enough money to pop down that much money for this stupid weight room, there's no reason that those guys shouldn't get a cut. No reason. Or, how about this? How about this? If you don't want to pay college, athlete, college athletes, then allow a system where guys can go and make money for playing basketball and not have to go to freaking Lithuania. You know what yeah, I mean? Something. <laughs> so, yeah, something. I'm fine. I'm fine if you don't want to play, pay those guys and want to keep it amateur. But stop making it so that that's where they have to go and pay for, play for free. Yeah. And we're starting to see players take a different route. And it's interesting. And I like seeing it. I want it to continue. I yeah. want players to keep, to keep saying... No, I'm not going to go to that, you know, college route. I'm going to go play the G League. I'm going to go yeah. do an internship somewhere. I'm going to go. Like, Baisley did an internship with New Balance for a year. Like, that's what he did. And it, I, he I, did. I, I, think, I remember that, yeah. I think that stuff is great. And now, and look at Baisley. He came to the NBA, was, you know, had like a partial uh, role his first year. This year he's had a, a, a bigger role and played pretty well. And, um, you know, I, 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 I like that. I like that players are getting – um. You know, you know, getting creative in what they're gonna do with that. I'll call it their gap year between high school and the pros. Um, so stupid. I it's hope so they stupid. keep doing it. I hope they keep doing it. Uh, Lamelo could have gone to play to UCLA for a year. Why yeah. would it have mattered? Yeah, it would not have mattered. The only thing is, he would have made less money. That's it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he would not have gotten paid. That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah, the only um, difference is he wouldn't have gotten paid legally. Yeah, I suppose maybe you could argue that maybe with that kind of film on him, maybe he'd have gone first instead of what he go fourth. Third. I guess third. Okay, so may maybe that's an argument. I don't know, <laughs> but nah, but that seems that seems maybe that's a maybe argument. Is that man, does that that probably levels out to more money than he made in the year he played in Lithuania and Australia though? So maybe maybe he makes more money if he does that in the long run. Also, maybe. who cares? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he go. Maybe he, maybe he has a bad year, sulks, and we get more film of him sulking and not playing defense, and he goes sixth. Yeah, maybe, absolutely. And then he loses money because of it. Loses not only the money he lost for the year, um, you know, that he was playing in college, but the you know draft slot. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, do you have something to complain about? Let's complain about one of yours. So I don't feel I, like I'm just complaining for an I'm hour. I'm just gonna complain about Twitter and social media. That's what I'm gonna do. So. Um, that's always a good complaint. I've decided <laughs> I can't be pleased on social media. Like there's not, there's, I, 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 there's a lot I hate on social media and I hate it on every side. I hate it all. I hate all the complaining. 
I hate all the the me the me <laughs> culture that we're in. Like everyone look at me. Everything it's me. It's yeah. all about me. Like I I yeah. I yeah. And I feel like the vaccine has has become a culmination of it, right? Because all I see have you, and hear yeah. is look at me. I got a vaccine, which uh, good for you. I'm glad you got a vaccine. Uh, it's interesting that you've decided that this is your declaration, right? And perhaps, perhaps the intention behind that is I want to spread awareness so that people know that other people are getting it. And that way, perhaps more people will make that decision to do this and then we'll reach herd immunity sooner and it'll be a good thing for everyone. Maybe that's the intention. I doubt it. Um, nope. And then, and then the other side of it is I can't get a vaccine because of so-and-so, right? And I should be able to get a vaccine because me me i deserve it <laughs> i should get this right so there's so so there's all because that because me yeah because me everything is me and it it it, it drives me crazy <laughs> and, and i see the same thing um in all the different social media communities of promotion and stuff like that and it's why i'm not good at promotion i'm just not good at yeah. it. i'm not able to to create in my mind the assumption that I'm interesting or that people yeah. should do anything for me. And people are wonderful yeah. to me. And I love the people that I communicate with. I, I do, absolutely. But it, and I see it and it comes off so, uh, so um, disingenuous and, and, and self-serving that I, I'm always about three minutes away from quitting everything I do and <laughs> deleting everything I have and throwing my phone in the lake. And it's, it, thing- it's 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 just it's just growing and growing within me, Dwayne. One day, one day, I'm gonna call you from a flip phone, and you're gonna be, and you're gonna be like, "What? What is this?" It came up flip phone for caller ID, um, and then underneath had a dinosaur, and I'll be like, "I'm off. I'm out." <laughs> you're a hundred percent right. Um, it annoys me to no end. I'm not good at promotion either because I I often feel like everything that I say on this podcast is just like an opinion and everyone has one, right? So it's like my my opinion I don't think is any more informed than yours or anyone else's. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just like me talking. We do this for us because we enjoy doing it. And if people like listening to it, that's great. I'm glad that you enjoy listening to me and Brandon talk. But I don't feel as though I have an authority to say to someone else, you need to listen to what I say. You know what I mean? Or that what I say is more important than what you think. This is just my thoughts. And Twitter and social media is, has, has carved out this niche market of people who feel as though their voice is important for some reason. And yeah. it's super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it's, 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 the other thing is, is people get so nasty on it, right? Like, you, you'll put an opinion out there, right? And instead of somebody being like, oh, you know, I disagree because of this, right? Which is great. That's how you talk like a normal person, right? But no, the <laughs> internet, the response is, you're an idiot. How, how could you think that? Um, go kill yourself. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the response you get on Twitter. And that's fine. That's Twitter. But... I mean, honestly, but it's it's not that extreme, I think, to be like, hey, I think Daniel Jones could have a breakout season. Like, you might say no. something like that, and people's responses are, oh, really? I don't think so. They're 
They're, you're an idiot. Go away. I, it's wild. It's wild to me. I, How I try dare to remember, you? This is what I'm asking <laughs> the world. I want to ask the world this question. And, and the problem is this is not going to um, gain people's brand. It's not going to help people promote. It's not going to do anything for you except just make me feel better about the the state of humanity, right? Um, talk on the internet like you're talking to the person at work, right? Expe- Imagine you're at the water cooler and your coworker, yeah. who you respect as a human being, you don't always agree with that coworker, but you respect them as a human being. They come up yeah. and they get some water and they're like, hey man, did you see the Giants game last night? What do you think of, of Daniel Jones? Respond like you would in that situation like the person you're talking to has value because everybody has value and i'm tired of i'm tired of seeing it it's so nasty and so mean-spirited and then and then it goes the other side with with the toxic positivity which gets even more wild i i just i just want people to be people now and this extends sports and politics and everything and i understand that we have huge disagreements, but remember, the internet is garbage. It's it's very useful, but it's garbage. And the way everyone talks on it is garbage. The, the way everyone talks to each other is not a real reflection of who they are. It really isn't. I have a friend named um, Shmeev, I'm going to say, right? Uh, Shmeev! Good old Shmeev! My, fen- my friend Shmeev is one of the nicest, kindest, greatest people I know. I love this person, yep. right? That person I feel like social... I feel like I feel like this is a, I feel like this is yeah. about to be about me. No, 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 no. <laughs> that person's social media, that person's social media depicts a different representation of that person. And I'm not going to go into what how it depicts that person, right? But it depicts them in a way that I don't think is true to who they are if you were to talk to them in real life. Remember that. Yeah. Remember that when you're talking to people online, remember that when you're judging people online, remember that when you're representing yourself online is that the people that you're seeing are are creations of their own design or sometimes sometimes kevin durant um (laughs) they are representations of of a a nastiness within them that they are choosing to release via the the presence of anonymity yes everything that brandon just said yes I don't know when we as a culture decided that it was so important to protect the right to be mean to each other. Yeah, I just be nice. Like, you know, you don't, ha- you don't have to be fake. You don't have to be like over the top. You don't have to do it. Just don't be a jet. Just don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've tried. I've, I've, I have, I have occasionally said mean things on Twitter and I try not to, but sometimes people get on my nerves and it's <laughs> <laughs> like, I really try to be positive as much as I can on Twitter. But um, yeah, I've just I've adopted this new thing where it's just if if something happens, I'm just not gonna say anything about it. If 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 if, if I have something bad to say about it, I'm just not gonna comment on it. Yeah, I just mute now. That's what I do. I just mute. <laughs> not gonna comment on it because no one I, again, no one needs to hear some random guys adding to the negative fuel about everything. Like you know what I mean? Like just it's just all noise anyway. Yeah, that's there. That's there. And the the solution that's always there, that's always available to us that I need to honestly use more frequently, and it's really simple. Um, Yep. You can just turn it off. Yeah, just delete (laughs) delete it. Just close your phone and go outside. 
That's the, yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. Cl- close the browser window. Turn off the phone. Go outside. Go play with my kids. Like that's always an yeah. option, and it's something that's I always need to an use option. far more frequently. <laughs> I completely, completely, completely agree. Going piggybacking off of what you said, one of my things that annoys me is it's kind of in the same way as like fake performative outrage. Yeah. Like there's like an it's like an entire cottage industry now of something something happens and then everybody has to have a take about it, right? Yeah. Like with, no matter how dumb it is or how good it is, everybody has to have a take and nobody's take is ever good, right? <laughs> like like every everybody's take is always stupid. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like Lil Nas X puts out a video where he's giving Satan a lap dance. Like, okay, so now everyone's going to pretend we're mad about this for a week. <laughs> and then and then everyone's got to pretend that they're mad at the people that are pretending that they're mad about it. It's like just what are we doing? Like what are what are we doing? <laughs> I did see I did see like a a tweet that I enjoyed. Um it, it was in response to the outrage about the Lil Nas X video that was like, you know, if if you're worried that that video turned your kids gay, just show them the WAP video. <laughs> Because <laughs> if, that, if that's because apparently that's how this works. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I I, I, I I enjoy that. Um, but you're right. The fake outrage and what it is. And Anthony Jeselnik has this a great thing. Uh, has this great bit. And I I don't always love everything he does, but but um, he's spot on on this. And he talks about it with tragedies. But I think it works for performative outrage as well. Um, what it is 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 people it's it goes back to the me culture it's people saying i know there's this yeah. going on in the world that people are talking about but hey everyone don't forget about me don't forget about me i'm over here i have something important to say everyone think look at me during yeah. this time and it, it, it's the same thing same i'm me culture. sad it's awful i'm sad i know i know those people just got killed in the grocery store but i'm sad yeah so pay attention to me it's annoying. Yeah. It's why I always, one of the things that always annoys me is whenever some famous person dies and then everyone tweets RIP to Aretha Franklin, yeah, whoever. Yeah. It's like, who is that tweet for? Like, it's not for Aretha Franklin because yeah. she's dead. <laughs> it's like, like, who is that tweet for? That tweet is for everyone to know that you are, are giving condolences to Aretha Franklin. Like, yeah. I never, never tweet those things. Because yeah, <laughs> like, that's silly to me. Yeah, you know, it's it's one thing if if you know one of the one of the famous people who you really did like have like a really big connection to, right? You speak out uh something like, "Hey, um in honor of this person's passing, you know, I I I just, you know, I remember a time when I was listening to that music or whatever and did this." You know, that 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 has like a little bit of a different tone to it. It's still very me. <laughs> but Yeah. But at least it has a little th- different tone than just like the one-off, like the little run-off kind of thing. You know what I mean? But yeah, I say all these things knowing that I, I contribute to it and often oh, yeah. sometimes are, are, are yeah, it's, it's a problem that I am not immune from or not a part of. Yeah, I will <laughs> say I, I, mean? <laughs> I am absolutely part of the problem. Absolutely, unequivocally, <laughs> yes. consistently and daily, if we're being honest, part of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And we just, as you know, the answer is we should just delete Twitter. Just or just delete, delete Twitter, social media. Yeah, I gotta delete social media. I gotta stop. All this. We'll keep doing this podcast. We'll do. We'll get like some ham radios or something like that. We'll just air it that way, and we'll get the same amount of listeners. And 
<laughs> I know. I know. Oh this this is awful. I'm I'm just, I, I, apparently I'm just trying to probably but burn you, bridges. I'm I'm using something. But you're not on wrong. The Everything you're saying is right. <laughs> I'm using something we we broadcast on the internet to complain about. To complain the about the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. The irony and hypocrisy <laughs> is not lost on me, folks. I promise. <laughs> I am the problem. I am the problem. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah we have said terrible things about players. We understand this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I now, probably still owe um at least a a monthly, if not a weekly, apology letter to Ryan Tannehill. I I I for the yeah. rest of my life, I will owe him. Apologies. <laughs> yeah. I think I owe money to Matt Ryan at this point. I think I like owe him like physical money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't think you're allowed to talk about it yet uh yet until the till the till the court the court makes its determination. But yeah. I don't I know you just settled with Boris Dia, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's still in litigation. That that's, that's gonna litigation. be in litigation for a while. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we move to my next thing? Yes, absolutely. Please do, because I have a feeling it's not going to get any better on this end. So. It's not. You know what I want <laughs> no one to... You know what I don't want ever? I am banning... And it sucks, because I, I want this to happen for you and I. But I am banning any talk from now on about the movie Space Jam. <laughs> I don't want to ever hear about the movie Space Jam ever again. <laughs> Why are people complaining about the rabbit not being Brandon, screwable enough? Brandon, why, why I this? don't under I do not understand why everyone is so upset about this LeBron James Space Jam movie. I don't, <laughs> like, I just I don't get it. It's Space Jam 2. I <laughs> set your expectations accordingly, my friend, and just I enjoy just, it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Every time a trailer comes out or they some information about it comes out, everyone loses their minds, and I do not understand. It is a crappy remake of a crappy kids movie that came out 25 years ago. Guys, relax. Like, yeah. I promise you it's going to be okay, guys. Yeah, en- enjoy it for what it is and settle yeah. down. Settle <laughs> down. Jesus. I am so tired of this movie already. And it sucks because I want to see it. Like, I want to see Sp- the Space Jam 2. I like the first one. I don't yeah. care that it was a terrible movie. I'm I not, still love the first th- one. Yeah, I still love the first one. It's awful. Like, I love it. It's perfect. Lord. Good Lord, guys. <laughs> It is really not that serious. <laughs> Jesus. It drives me nuts. There's a whole, like, last week, like, they released this trailer. And it's like, well, they released, the, like, the image of Lola Bunny a couple, a, a month or so ago. And everyone was mad because she didn't look sexy enough, which is just a conversation within itself. Yeah, that's, of... that is a, a wild, wild thing for me to hear <laughs> people say. I... <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched a cartoon and been like, the, the characters just aren't attractive enough. I just, you I know, don't, you know, I don't yeah, find I, myself horny enough watching this movie. Like, I, I, especially one about animals, you know? I mean, I mean, I don't I, get I, it. I, 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 the, the fact that they turned Lola Bunny from like a, a, I, I guess like a Marilyn Monroe style sex bot kind of. Thing that, that that they had going on for Space Jam, right? Yeah. She was supposed to be like this sex ability. The they sex turned her pot, from that yeah. to like to like I, I guess they're saying like a soccer mom kind of look. Like 
that that yeah, I, or just like a basketball player. I get. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the argument is supposed to be. She's, it, it's she's not hard a, she, to grasp. It's hard to grasp yeah. what this argument is. <laughs> what this concern is. Um, and, and and it's it's weird to me to be upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird. I. It's also a very specific. Uh. It's it's a very specific thing that you're into if if you're you're starving for sexual animated rabbit content. Like if you if yeah. that's your thing you need and you've been waiting for the Space Jam sequel to give you more of it, um I, I I'm concerned. I'm worried about you. That's that's what it, I, here's <laughs> my thing. Here's my thing. If cartoon rabbits are what do it for you. Then, then this Lola Bunny should get you there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like if yeah, if you she, just need if yeah. you <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm into cartoon rabbits, but all I'm saying is that if you're into them, how often do you get them? And any new cartoon rabbit you get should be enough. It you should know? be enough. It should be enough. Any anyone anthropomorphized at all should get you there. That's right. This That's Lola all I'm Bunny. saying. This Lola Bunny is perfectly attractive. I don't know what people are complaining about. <laughs> I'm saying, if you're into if you're into if you're into cartoon rabbits, this Lola Bunny should do it. That's it. That's That's, right. I don't know what else you need. That's right. I want to know the Venn diagram of of people. I want I want a debate on whether or not Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit counts as an animated rabbit since her last name is Rabbit. And she's married to a rabbit. Mm, we've had this that's conversation. what I want. Yes. And then I, and a- I want to know. I want to know those attracted to Lola Bunny, like Jessica Rabbit. Is she? Would she be too human, or mm. or is it all the same? You know what I mean. I'm curious what the, how that debate would go, where it would finish, I, and how many I am laws confident, it would break. I am confident in saying that you do not want to have that conversation <laughs> with people that want to have it with you. <laughs> here we are at the animated cartoon rabbit sexual debate um yeah and once again it is finished halfway through with everyone leaving and three arrests That's... i am certain that you would be out of that conversation within two minutes of it starting <laughs> you're like all right this is this is way more than i want <laughs> Well, then you'd have then you'd have like the subset of people who would show up and be like and be like, let's talk about Roger. Why can't we talk about how fuckable Roger is? I, I'm have... saying, put Roger in there. Roger, Roger get it? There. Yeah. <laughs> Got the bow tie and everything. He's all dapper. The bow tie, the big feet, those big ears. Come on, Roger. <laughs> yeah, is the ears a thing? Is that is that what it like? If the ears are bigger, what is, is that? Better? That's the thing. Well, what is it about the bunny that is being sexualized? Yeah, like right, right? like, <laughs> like what? Like if we're sexualizing Lola Bunny, why Which? not Roger Rabbit? I don't <laughs> get not, it. It doesn't yeah, make any why sense. Why not Roger? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh gosh! Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> You know what movie I loved as a kid? <laughs> I <one>? loved <laughs> I loved the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, it's great. Weekend at, I love Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's is not a good movie. No, not a, a terrible good movie, movie at all. Not even a little bit. Love no, loved that movie as a kid. If they remade Weekend at Bernie's, would you be mad? I would not care at all. 
Yeah, no. I, oh, would I be mad? No, not at all. I was trying to think of how a remake would work. I think they'd have to make it like a horror movie, right? Now it no, here, here it is. Yeah, I've got it. I, oh, this is brilliant. This is one of the best things I've ever come up with. <laughs> this is <laughs> Weekend at Duffy's. It's Patrick <laughs> Duffy and it's Jesus, Jesus and Marrow are the two guys. Oh. That, like He's like their agent. And they I have to go it. to his house, and he, he dies at a party, and they have to keep him alive long enough for them to sign a contract for, the, oh, for their next it. deal. This is brilliant. Make this happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> do that. Do that instead of another comic book movie. Please. Please do that. Yes. I would much um, rather see that. <laughs> yeah. And I love comic book movies, but I need, I need a break. Oh I need a break, God. Dwayne. I need it's like, a, it's I need a, like it's two a years much. without one. So. We've... um. I think COVID has, uh, we're going to do our, our Oscar podcast as usual yeah. in a couple weeks, but uh, I, I think last year was a weird year for movies, and we'll talk about it on the show. Um, a lot of different studios made movies this year because yeah. of COVID, and there weren't a lot of big releases, so I think you saw a lot of different types of people getting nominated, yeah. and, and, and you saw a lot less of the big budget Marvel, you know, there was a bunch of movies that should have come out last year. Fast and the Furious, there was a James Bond movie, Wonder Woman would have been in the in the theater. So we would have had those comic book action movies, but we got a lot less of those. We got a lot more, you know, Billy Holiday movies or uh what was the one with um uh the One Night in Paris, One Night in Miami, those types of movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like smaller movies Different types of studios, Netflix, Netflix, you know, being able to just create content, just churn out content. I understand why that makes big movie studios mad. <laughs> sure, yeah. I, I mean, it, and we're going to see what this does to theaters. Um, I'm going to, I love the theater and, I, I, you know, but it was dying before uh, COVID. Absolutely. And, and so Absolutely I wonder... Like, small indie theaters that make it, like, an experience, you know, like, you can go and get a beer, or you can have dinner, or, like, the seats are real cozy, or whatever the case may be. Uh, those, I, I think, still are going to have a place. Those big multiplexes, I wonder, I, I wonder what the future is for those. Um, and, and I say that as somebody who wants them to succeed, because I love them. I love going. I still love going to a theater, having that experience, um, I, and I, I want it back. But I... Yeah. I wonder. I, I wonder this, if if the they're gonna it's make the it. movie, right? It's the movie because it's like 1918, Fast and the Furious. I want to see that movie in the theater, right? Like I want to see that in a big theater with the set, with the the, the surround sound and the big screen. I don't need to see Little Women in a theater. Yeah. See, and I I like them all. I like them all in the theater. I just like to go to the theater. It's just something I like. So. Uh, but I get it. I get. I get what you're saying. You're you're not wrong. You know what I mean. Like like I I understand why not everybody wants to go see um you know Portrait of a Lady on Fire in the theater. Like I get it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to. I, I I'm not against seeing it in the theater. I just don't need to see it in the theater. Yeah, I get that. Um, but I love it. Like the, oh jeez. Um. Here's my last thing. The last thing on my list. To complain about, we're we're getting close to time, so I'll make this one brief. Sure. I want when I become president, I'm gonna name you. You're gonna, you're not gonna be my vice president. That's probably that's gonna be Jesus Amaro. Yeah, you're not gonna um, get elected if I'm your vice president. So I, terrible. Yeah, I, I'd be a terrible <laughs> fundraiser. So <laughs> I'd be like, give us money or not. I mean, we probably will do what we want anyway. So. <laughs> 
Um, we've got to put somebody in charge of figuring out the uh the TV rights and streaming rights of these sports leagues. Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm on that, man. <laughs> somebody this this has to be rectified. So baseball baseball started last week, and opening day it was Braves Phillies, and I was like, oh look at that, Braves Phillies opening day. It's on ESPN Plus. Great. I have ESPN Plus. Let's do this. I'm excited. I'm going to watch this game. Uh, turned on ESPN Plus. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm in the Braves market. So it's blacked out on ESPN Plus. It's like, okay, so where else is it airing? Oh, it's airing on uh, what's now. It was Fox Sports South. Now it's Bally's. It's airing on Bally's. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Bally's is not on YouTube TV. I have to have Spectrum or Comcast in order to get Bally's. So the game... For the Braves, I'm in the market. I have the service that is airing the game, and I still can't watch it. <laughs> I want someone to make that make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, it's weird to me that, and and maybe this is going too far for me to say, but it's weird to me that like sporting leagues have decided that the most profitable thing for them to do is to lift up cable and make sure cable is still right. Alive. Right, because <laughs> right. I feel like if they took that away, cable would just die, and cable probably pays them tons of money for it. Right, I get that. Right? Yeah, but yeah, but they got to figure out a way to cut cable out because most people want to cut cable <clears throat> out of their lives, and sports is, I would say, one of the main reasons uh, people, at least in our generation, don't like sports. Is sports yeah. is the reason I have cable? Like if if I could yeah. watch the Blazers in real time or at least like on DVR within an hour of the game. If I could do that uh, without cable, I would. Like that that's what I would do. There's no reason, there's no reason that if you're paying if you're paying $200 a year for League Pass, I should be able to watch every single game on League Pass. Yeah, they should at least not black out League Pass. Like like they they shouldn't do that. That's messed up. Like it I it, it sucks that when I was in North Carolina, I could go without cable and have league pass and watch the blazers and here i can't do that like it's just silly yeah that makes no sense that makes yeah. zero sense <laughs> yeah. I, they, they at least they at least should make an exception for league pass at least that's something they should make an exception for right like i'm i live in nashville i pay for league pass I, because i want to see every hornets game and i can watch every hornets game but having league pat but living in nashville and not having uh, Comcast, I cannot watch the Hawks or the Grizzlies. I'm in both yeah. the Hawks and Grizzlies That's markets. Good. Also, why are you in Atlanta's market like that? Like what's and Memphis? Why am I in two markets? And in yeah. baseball, I'm in uh, in baseball. I'm in the Braves and the Reds markets. Wow. <laughs> I get the Reds. I get the Reds. You're not terribly far from the Reds. Like I we're get not. From, it's about the same. Cincinnati is Cincinnati's probably maybe. Four hours from here, maybe three, yeah. and Atlanta's about five hours from here. Really, you're Memphis only five a... hours from Atlanta? I thought yeah, you it's were about a lot five hours. Okay, I thought you were. And Memphis, Memphis, that. Memphis is about three hours from here. St. Louis is about five hours from here, but we're not marked that. We're not blacked out of the Cardinals market. Yeah, what a weird spot, like just market wise, sports market wise. That's a Nashville's an yeah. interesting place. We're six hours from Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> I don't, it's very weird it's i don't I, we that is that is to me this is again we're old men that is the most annoying thing about the sports at the it's moment gonna, it's gonna it's gonna go away of, it really will i think it will go it away. will i just think that the nba especially the nba is gonna have a they're, they're gonna do a new tv deal i think in two years 
I think it definitely gets solved then. Yeah, they're def- start, they will definitely. Um, they're, they're, enough cord cutters are going to happen to where Cable's not going to be able to pay as much, and the leagues are going to go elsewhere. They're going to figure it out. I think so. Don't figure it out. And you've seen it now. Like, you've seen, like, I think next year or the year after next, the NFL, they're, they're giving, like, exclusive rights to Amazon. Yeah, to there's going to be a, Thursday like night a game a week or something on Amazon or something. That's, 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 that's getting there. That's bold. That's going to be a step. That's yeah. really bold. That is really bold. <laughs> it's, all, it's all money, man. It's all money. It just kills me. <laughs> that's a really bold move. Uh, so, so these are our grievances. That being said, I love all of you. I love everybody. Yes, I, I, um, I'm thankful for all of you. And we, we are old men, and we complain about everything now. This, yeah. I, I'm excited for it. I, I embrace forty. If this is what my forties are going to be, just be complaining about everything. I'm ready for it. Yeah, in 40, 40 for me, like, like I, I, I'm at a position in my life where I'm very happy with who I am and what I do, and. Uh, the decisions I make and the family I've built around me and uh, appreciate the people in my life. And um, so that, that's what 40 means to me, which is a different, a different feeling than probably what I had when I was younger. I'm hoping by 50, I can let go of all the like uh, regrets and, and, <laughs> and, and like the things I dwell on from when I wasn't happy with who I was as a person. <laughs> I hope that, yeah, by hoping the time that I, that's what 50 will bring me. <laughs> by the time I'm 50, I expect to be fully watching uh, baseball and not care about the NBA anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most importantly, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you deserve to have the best day ever, man. I appreciate it, buddy. I'm, I'm going to try. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i asked my kids go- my kids uh we were talking to my kids about uh what they asked me what i wanted for my birthday no my i think my mom asked them what they were giving me for my birthday and my daughter said she was gonna make me a chocolate cake which Aww. is not not what i want it's what she wants <laughs> <laughs> she wants a chocolate cake i did not ask for a chocolate cake <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, my da- anytime a birthday comes up, my, my daughter's always like, do you think they'll share their cake? That's what it is. Anytime somebody's birthday, yeah, I'm with you. I love kids. Kids are the best. They're the best, man. I, lo- I love them to death. The cutest little things. Oh. All right. So, listeners, thanks for hanging in with us today. And I, I hope you still like us after this episode. Uh, before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review. So please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook. Download us on the Apple Podcast Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week with a sports episode, I promise. <laughs> Have a good day. It's that infinite, filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm more dominant. I'm like a giant. That's a sabotage. Nobody move. Yeah. Don't even sleep. Ready to ill. Ready to kill. Ready to kill. Ready to ill. Ready to kill. Yeah. I'm like a giant. I'm more dominant. I'm like a giant. That's a sabotage. Nobody move. Yeah.